episode rewatch of Breaking Bad. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. Um, in this podcast, we're going to try and unpick why Breaking Bad is widely regarded as one of the greatest TV shows ever. We'll be talking about Breaking Bad with lots of spoilers, so if you haven't seen all five seasons of Breaking Bad, please go and watch them and then come back to listen to us. This week, we're going to be talking about uh, episode one of se- series um, three, No Mass. Um, we really go on and witter right past the point of interestingness about the separation of school and church in the US. Um, we really enjoyed Walt's casual use of Latin when describing himself as not a dealer per se. Um, and we decided that a minute watching another pair of men walking slowly away from an explosion is a minute of our life wasted. So uh, just a quick summary of this episode. So season three starts off with the aftermath of the uh, the crash of the plane in Albuquerque, and because of the uh, because of the crash, Walt's been living on his own in the house. Skylar hasn't come back to the house, so Walt's just been stewing on his own basically over there. Um, meanwhile, Skylar's spoken to a divorce lawyer um, about making her split with Walt permanent. Um, but then she seems a bit unsure when the attorney says that she'll uncover any money that Walt might have, have hidden. And then later, when Skylar confronts Walt about the divorce, this is the point when she finds out what he's been doing. She suspects him of, of uh, dealing marijuana, but then he tells her that he's been making meth. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jesse is still in rehab, trying to under, under, uh, uh, overcome his um, heroin addiction. Um, and he's starting to feel like he's the bad guy and feeling remorse over the events and he sort of makes Walt feel a little bit remorseful as well so it seems and then Walt goes to see Gus and tells him that he's not going to do not going to be making mess anymore at which point Gus makes him a very attractive offer and we can see that Walt is slightly tempted and meanwhile two very dangerous looking cousins of Tuco's are crossing into the US in search of Heisenberg. That's cool. It. Okay. Yeah. I thought you might just miss out the cousins altogether. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we do see quite a lot of them, don't yeah, we? Yeah, so yeah. I think we need to mention them really. Mean to yeah. Skip them. Yeah. Um, I was going to start off by asking, going back to one of the fairly early scenes in the in the program of this no, season. This, this no, 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 no. Sorry, of this episode. Of this episode, right? Um, yeah. Was and I started distracted there because an amazingly loud noise from our cat. Who I hope will be quiet in a minute. Um, could Walt? Um, have sort of well as I've written could he have saved his soul if he'd let that fire burn the money down because <laughs> you know yeah. we always talk with lots of spoilers so we know that ultimately I mean this, so this the is whole when story puts, is his tragedy isn't he's it he's by really? the swimming pool in his house and he piles yeah. all the money into the barbecue and sets fire to it yeah. and then the tips it all over into the pool yeah completely yeah. out of guilt Yeah, I presume and then there's some some terrible it's like he's making this grand gesture and then he's suddenly thinking what the fuck what am I doing yes oh well just before we answer that actually are, are you feeling that his guilt here is 
it's guilt about the plane crash, or it's guilt about Skylar leaving him, or a combination of both. Mainly about I don't the plane know. crash. No, I don't think he feels any guilt about Skylar leaving him. Do you not? Not really. Well, no. Well, not with the way. I mean, this is a whole different topic. But just thinking about the way he sort of deals with Skylar and how he talks to her, and how you know he says, "Well, I'm happily married." It's like I don't know what your problem is. So when he when he says to Skylar, "I love you, Skylar," do you not believe him? No, no. I think he can love her, but he also doesn't really. I don't think he's accepted that responsibility of him no not that much anyway I mean he's he's just no no I don't know I didn't see that particularly I, I, I just anyway very much assumed that his his worry his guilt was all about the it's all about the plane crash which yeah I have to, you know is, is a bigger moral you know yeah. horror isn't it really to yes. an individual yeah um, um, and, and anyway I mean guilt you know she's leaving that has caused him to suffer I mean that's yes there isn't it seems guilt guilt for what for her suffering or I don't know well uh, well also you know her leaving and saying that she wants a divorce is also kind of defeating the whole purpose of his earning all the money in the yeah yeah place, yeah sure is, but that's yeah. about remorse rather than guilt yes it? yes okay so yeah so okay so going back to your your point the guilt the reason why he's burning the money is guilt over the plane crash essentially yeah I've earned this money and it's all come about this plane crash would not have happened if it hadn't been for me earning this money. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so he sets fire to it and then, then changes his mind after barely 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, that's sort of um, his true character really, isn't it? That sort of at heart, not really, not quite capable of making that extra step. Is no, like a kind not of... quite. Uh, really decent going through with the guilt and actually mm. showing real true remorse he's no. not he's not that remorse which again I think is is really deliciously represented in when he has to give the excruciating um, talk at the school yeah. as, as one of the teachers yeah. the same thing like isn't it he's like the things that the, the um so this, is, yeah. so this is when they have that scene in the gym and yeah. they sort of just, it's like a kind of, the whole town's in grief because of the aeroplane yeah. crash and it's just a kind of, let's talk about our feelings, anybody grab the mic if they want to scene. Yes, yes. And so all the students are saying things and they're obviously all quite cut up about it and and they're talking about how many people died and whatever and it's just so excruciating for Walt really, isn't it? Standing there and there's some mm. point thinking, Jesus Christ! For <laughs> like, um, but and but you can see that when 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 the 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 principal of the school asks Walt to say something, that he really doesn't want to out out of guilt to start with, and then slowly slowly he kind of turns around whilst he's talking. I think doesn't he? And turns from this sort of in his head thinking, oh my God, I'm such a a bad guy to have caused all this grief and upset kind of thing to. Oh, you love a He's not even the not in the top fifty crashes, is it, in the country? Yeah, yeah. it's not quite that tone, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, to be honest, I kind of, I didn't even think he felt okay. Yes, he is feeling guilt, but all along, I think he's got these those things in his head about it being not. You know, there have been worse crashes, worse things could have happened. That I think that's he's been um, trying to rationalise and trying to kind of uh, uh, mitigate all his uh, 
the, 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 the great fault of it for a long time. I feel that he's thinking that even when all the students are talking and everybody's being upset. Yeah, but I don't think I he's also quite imagine... He's not convinced himself, I don't think, has he? No, 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 yeah. no, no, he hasn't, absolutely. Yeah. But those things are in his head, I think. And I'm sure he's even thinking, oh, it's these students there. Well, one of them, he's obviously milking it to try and get better grades. <laughs> yeah, yes. Using the kind the of guy myth who says, that... Yeah, who says, oh, I heard that when this happened at some college, they all got A's, wasn't it? Yeah, so if your roommate kills himself, yeah, then well, you get yeah. an instant A. And of course, you know, Walt does this again, doesn't he? When he brings Jesse back to his apartment, and Jesse is saying how he feels guilty about the plane crash because it yeah. was Jane's dad who, and you know, that's the kind of consequences. Yeah. And Walt gives him this talking to, which is very much Walt talking to himself, really, isn't it? About yeah. how he's not really responsible, you know, and yeah. and about how um, well, what is it? Oh, well, there's 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 really good reasons. There are other fail safes that should have been in place. Yes, yeah. really old um, oh. computer system and. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you can really, terrible. but you can see in, you can see in him really that he's not really convincing himself as he. I don't think he's he's so he's almost he's getting know. there, but he's not really managing it. He, yeah. I think he is. I think on some point, I think he is enough to be functional. I don't think, I don't think the guilt of this airplane crash is going to cripple him. Well, I'm pretty sure it hasn't from my memory of the. But but I mean, it isn't isn't a fact that towards the end he goes to Gus and says I'm not doing this anymore isn't that kind of an, some kind of indication oh I think actually get, I'd go back to the marriage thing I think that's yeah yeah it is partly but I think that's more about him, Skylar and that's and more about a selfish thing that he wants to sort out his personal life which isn't completely selfish but is you know yeah. uh, a certain degree of wanting he, he wants his life to be as he yeah. wants it um, I think that's more the motivating fact to Turning the three million dollars down. Yeah. And I've got a feeling he may. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I mean, we do, we do allow for spoilers, so we know that he yeah. does go back to that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how that works, but um, yeah, obviously we know he, he, he ultimately isn't feeling that bad over yeah. there. I was thinking actually about there's a couple of pointers in here, but I feel it's like extremely good writing when you can fill in the scenes beforehand. So, so with Walt and his um, rationalisation of the plane crash and how he has all this information, you sort of, your head fills in the scene. You can imagine Walt, you know, scrupulously researching this, going through things, looking at, you know, 53rd worst plane crash, looking at all the others. He's got all that information, yes. hasn't he, about the one... Yes, he... so although he's saying it, he's giving you quite a lot of backstory, just in that. Yes, I think Yeah, and you actually writing. have that idea yeah. of this man yeah. horribly plagued by guilt, just, you know, probably pulling it, you know, playing around on the internet or something like that. And it's it's like that's quite a vivid scene in my head, even though it wasn't actually on screen. And the same again when he when he's trying to convince Jesse that it's not his fault, and he says, you know, about how they have these fail-safe things, and, not, and you can think, yeah, yeah he's done that as yeah, well, yeah. hasn't he? He's yeah. been doing lots of research. Yeah, he's watched, been watching the news avidly. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. He says, I've researched this. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, another scene that I can totally imagine, um, although we don't see it, is the one where you'll have Skylar and Hank and Marie, and... Skylar's saying about, you know, there's reasons why. Um, and again, there's this great um, sort of meeting of the plot points, isn't there? Because because of the plane crash, she hasn't gone back to the house because yeah. that's just got in the way with all the clearing up and things. Yeah. But you can see that, imagine the scene where 
um, Marie's saying, you know, or she says to Hank, or she's saying to Hank and Marie, maybe, I've really got to get him out of the house, but I don't know how to ask him now, and I don't want to talk to him about it. Yeah. And they talk, and Hank gets basically bullied into telling them yeah. he's got to go and get him out, and he's incredibly uncomfortable about it, and really yeah. doesn't want to at all. Yeah. And, and then, you know, he has to, and we see him turning up in this kind of, hey, buddy, how's it going there? So is that... um. So is that what your thoughts about, is that uh, one of the criteria of good writing, do you think, where you have these lines which tell you, which give you a whole lot of other story that you don't have to see? You yeah, think? I think so. Or, yeah. I mean, and with the Hank turning up thing, it's not even, it's, it's just simply that you know the characters so well, they've created these characters so well, that you know exactly what will happen yeah. to bring them here. You don't, you know, you know exactly what Hank's like and how he'd feel about doing something like this, but how he would be pushed into doing it as well. So yeah. you've got that whole thing and it's so just quite delicious. how do you think that makes it. a rule of thumb about about when you're thinking about good writing, like about choosing what to include and what not? Because we could have we could have seen that scene, couldn't we, with um, mm. Hank and Marie and Skylar, with Hank being the one sent, but somehow we don't need to. So how do you think you... What do you do when you're choosing which ones know. to... I suppose, I suppose you're just thinking which are the most dramatic, which are yeah, the ones... I yeah, I know. You, you want to cut yeah. it down to as little as possible if that yeah. scene wasn't going to get you anywhere, get you any further. Or if you could if you could portray that scene through another scene, as you just explained, yeah. then leave it out, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you're just sure. leaving it out as much as possible. But if yeah. you've, you can leave out a lot when you've got beautifully created characters as well. Yes, but I mean, you do have to have you have to have something which implies the other scenes, so don't you? I mean, you had to have Hank that we wouldn't have thought about that scene with Hank and Marie and Skylar if we hadn't had the scene with Hank at, at the house. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, yeah. I mean, it isn't even a big point. It's just that it's just quite nice that you can imagine. Yeah, no, no, story. I think. But I mean, our, our podcast is in a way is about why is Breaking Bad so good, isn't it? So yeah, it is an interesting thing to think about. Is that is that one of the reasons that would do they? Do the writers do this quite a lot? Do they manage? To, are very are they very economical with the story? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think that's well, any good writing should. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it is. It's bad writing, isn't it? When you when you've got something that could have been edited out, or yeah. even you know, it's not necessarily the writing, isn't it? It's a whole. Um, the, the, it's an editor often, isn't it? Yeah. Possibly who or or the director who who might just just say so you can cut that out. We don't need that. Yeah, but. But You've probably that doesn't happen so much with TV. I mean, TV's too economical. You can't do loads of scenes and then cut them out, do you? You've just got to be... You haven't got the time to do a whole so lot of So it has to be in the writing rather than the yeah. editing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't really know about that. Uh, you just reminded me, though, about the scene with Hank and um, Walt, Walt mm. the House. I think mean, you have an interesting bit there, if we're talking about Hank, uh, Walt's feelings of guilt, is when um, Hank picks up the bag of money and... Um, Slightly careless of Walt, so it was just left it on the driveway, I think, anyway. But, but um, Hank says, what you got in there? And Walt says, half a million in cash. Now, don't you think that's Walt just asking, go on, ca- go on I want to be caught? Don't you think at that moment? What, you mean a genuine kind Gen- of genuine, desire? Like, yeah, a genuine, like, I'm, this, this guilt is getting too much. It, it was, I, I felt that was a desire to be caught there. Or oh, at least, okay. at least, like, taking, putting it out there as a possibility. You know, thinking, I'm going to leave this to fate. I'm going to say this, and if and if Hank has a look, that's me done. Ah, oh, okay. I was putting it down just actually as a bit of to bravado. Yeah, a bit of arrogance, really. really. A kind of, you know, I'll hide in plain sight. Um, 
Well, I didn't. Th- I mean, I, but, I didn't no, think no, that no, was a possibility. Could... But actually, at that point, I thought after the, the whole sitting on stewing on his own in the house for so long, yeah, and the almost burning the mummy, and yeah, the, and, no, no, and no, I, I, I did. That. I did think that at that moment, I thought maybe Walt's thinking, let's just end this now. Let's just get this over with, kind of thing. Of you know. Yeah. Okay. No. No. I could. I could imagine that. I'm not. I'm not completely convinced. I still. But. Um, so I feel like your your view of Walt here is slightly different from what your your you think Walt's kind of you know he's on the Mister Chips to Scarface ometer. Mm. I feel you think he's further down to Scarface. I'm thinking I don't think he's quite I, so far. I think he is just faced with something like this. I don't. I think he sort of lacks a certain decency. I think he always has. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the uh, Mr. Chips to Scarface thing is really more his actions. In some ways, I feel that he's always been slightly hollow. Right at the beginning? Thing. Well, I don't know. You, I suppose he's not tested at the beginning, but I feel... I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting... He's, I mean, he's always somewhat arrogant, isn't he? He is, yes, but I, I would say that's an interesting sort of philosophical... Um, question really of are our characters fixed and mm. they always say the same or is are, are our characters sort of determined by the events from which we come upon in in life as well uh, and i mean i, I can't I, mean, I read a there was a phrase for that about what the yeah, no, I, can't, I can't remember what it is now but you know that um our characters are actually formed by the things which, things which happen to us, and they're not. They are mutable, and they're not just f- fixed in one place. They're, I mean, we have a maybe we have a sort of a nature nurture argument. We have a certain nature, but it's very much tweaked and turned about by our um, environment. Yeah, I would. I'd say, that, say that's what's going on with Walt here. Do you think yeah. this Walt would be a different Walt if he hadn't had, say, the um, the events of the first few episodes where he has to kill Crazy Eight and yeah, absolutely. do things like that. So yeah. do you think he'd feel more guilty about this plane crash? Do you think he's able to deal with it better because he's had those experiences? Well, if no one Not had ever better, died because of things that he'd done up to this point and then this yeah. had happened, would he... Would he have done... Would he have burnt the money and would he have... By the way, you haven't answered my question. Uh, what was your question? Would he, could he have turned things around, changed his outcome if he'd burnt the money? Would that have helped him? Burnt the money really because we know he doesn't fail, and and yeah. the money is what catches him with with Tread. You know, he was intrigued by Gus's offer, wasn't he, for the three million? Then. Yeah. So he I don't think it would have made much difference. Really, he would just have been in more need of money, really, wouldn't he? Well. Yeah. But morally, he may be in a different place. He may feel yeah. that he's sort of paid. You know, he he'll have felt he's you know he's going to have this money, this money that's tarred and that that that's stained by. So were you thinking it was that particular batch of money? That was the money that he was take. He was sort of that was the money that Jane had when he he let her choke to death. Um, oh well, no, that was that no, was the no, mo- no, not, no. that was the money he got from selling that big batch to Gus, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like that's that's the money that's... that was involved in that in Jane's death, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, to some extent. Yeah, could he could he save himself now at this point anyway? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think we I think we said the first time around of watching this that I always felt that. Jane's death was the point of no going back for Walt, really. Once that happened, 
he was fucked essentially I think because he, I don't think he could he could come back from that in some ways like um, too deliberate and, and I'm just thinking when Holly was born mm. Jane died after Holly was born is that alright uh, yes yeah yes because so, there was a point, do you remember, uh, towards the end of the second season where Holly's born and he has quite a lot of money and Walt's all happy about and mm. there's a chance that... And, and, and they sold all the... They've sold all the... They sold all the meth. Sold all the meth. He hasn't given the money to um, Jesse because he's... Because he's getting into heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably, although they may... Well, yeah. whatever. He doesn't give the money to Jesse and Jane gets angry on Jesse. But that was a point that we were, yeah, we were feeling that if it all stopped then, Walt could be okay, couldn't he? As long as, as, long as Skylar hadn't found out all the stuff she finds out. But if she hadn't done that, once she, once she found that out and once Jane had died, that was it really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a, no, it's yeah. a re- revelation about the second cell phone and then... Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it wouldn't well, have made any odds, you don't think, if he had of... No, I don't think so. But I think it would just have... In, you know, Skylar's still going to... That the thing with Sky that was still going to happen, wasn't it? She's still going to find out he's a meth dealer. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. She still wants to know yeah, what he he's been that. doing. Yeah. 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 And she's going to find out something. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Skylar. Yes. I feel this was. I had a lot of sympathy for Skylar in this episode. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Ever since, ever since she had a big outburst at the end of, and was and was like been thinking, what the who the hell is my husband. Yeah, yeah, lots of sympathy for her. She's, she's been, yeah, and she has a hard time with this because she's got, well, she, she can't. Uh, she's got her suspicions. She can't tell Walt Junior about anything. She's not going yeah. to. He's horribly angry at her. Yeah, he blames her totally. Yeah, Marie isn't very helpful, is she? As a sister, she's. No, well, she's quite. She's fantastic. That's that fantastic as, as scene with, with Marie and Skylar on the yeah. sofa <laughs> when they're both talking over each other. What really good. Well, some of the things she's there sort of saying about oh, what is it? Something could be a, um, prying is a strong word. Yes. Like <laughs> um, and they're, they're and like, sisters. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, she's and and she's smart. She sort of figures it out that. Um, that he must be dealing drugs yeah. is the only thing, you know. That's it's, it. Seems a bizarre jump. I mean, I'm sure with this. But she knows he has a lot of money, and she knows there was something going on with Jesse. With Jesse, something. Ca- yeah, over um, yeah. this really dodgy young guy. Yeah. Who's, you know. I don't think it's not unreasonable. It's not. It doesn't doesn't ring untrue. No. Jumps back. Well, yeah, it's, it was quite an unusual thing for the programme to just go in to say, right, okay, that thing that was the big thing that was going through season two. Yeah. We're just cutting that off. We're just, yeah, she's figured yeah, it out. that, uh, I didn't think it at the time. I, I thought, it felt it was okay in the programme, but when I got, to, when I was thinking about it, when the, when the episode finished, I was thinking, oh yeah, the, the, the massive reveal that we've been waiting for this whole time has just been done quite, quite sort of casually in some ways. Which I liked, personally. Did you feel it was a bit of a letdown that you wanted it to be a bigger to do? Well, no, actually, I would have, I would have done if we hadn't had what I thought was what I preferred in some ways was Skylar's massive go at um, a walk at the end of season two. To be honest, I mean that yeah. was brilliant. I loved that scene with her yeah. all the revelations of what she's found mm. out, and really, this was just the icing on the cake. Really, this thing saying he's a method. She she knew he was up to something, and mm. really, this was just. 
getting the final details of it, I think, in the way, wasn't it? And, and that scene, Walt does not come out of it seeming good, does Oh, he? the line he says was, I'm not a dealer per se, kind of thing. And you're thinking, oh, for God's sake, man. Yeah, this <laughs> you is... Are, yeah, she has you banged to rights here. You need to be... You, humility is what you and are. What is <laughs> yeah. it? And then the thing about her saying, you know, saying about... Uh, you're saying, you're saying oh, you know, I don't... I, I, I am happily married, you know, yeah. like, oh, you know, I'm happily married. You yeah. might not be, but I, I don't give a shit, really. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, isn't um, it? Yeah, yeah he, he he seems dreadful. And again, he's quite sort of like shutting the door, not letting her out, being quite physically um, yeah. kind of And presence. you can see that, that she's now sort of like physically scared of him, isn't she, in some ways? She's always she's getting that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's a bit, yeah, a bit scared of him generally, really. Yeah. And 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 then yeah, and, and and again on a positive side, she doesn't at this point seem at all interested in the money. Like when she talks to the divorce divorce lawyer. Yeah. Um, and you know the divorce lawyers don't say well, it's some fantastic things. Like, do you feel you've got a good idea about your partner's finances? <laughs> like, no fucking idea at all. Yeah. Um, you'd be amazed at what sometimes what some partners find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she isn't. You know, she's absolutely like, I just want this sorted quickly. I just want. I just want. Yeah. To be cut off. Yeah. Her. This yeah. isn't what I'm after. So we know she's not after the money. Yeah. She isn't going to tell the children about this. She just wants it sorted, and she yeah. does seem. Um, well, yeah, very pretty noble and decent and just wanting to do the right thing, well, you know, as, as far as she can see. So I would challenge anybody to dislike Skylar or find fault with her. Yeah, I don't think... I hope even the, even the misogynists who are having a go at Skylar for not supporting Walt in the second series can't possibly be thinking she's in the wrong here, I wouldn't have thought, no. surely. Yeah. We may be... There's, there's Skylar's behaviour changes, of course, a bit later yes, on. Yes, quite so. deliciously again. <laughs> and, mm. and, what, and, and, I mean, OK, we can, I think we can talk about that because we, you know, this is a spoilers podcast. But, you know, like you say, she has no interest in the mummy here at all. She's not... Although, I mean, she hasn't, she's not definitely got no interest in the money, though, is she? She's, no, she's, but from what she's done to, in this episode alone, yeah. anyway, she is, she's sort of, yeah. you know, said... And, and the way the she says to Walt, the way she says, look, I'm not going to tell Walt Jr., I'm not going to tell Hank, yeah. you just have to give me this divorce and I will be, I'll be clear, yeah. clear of you, kind of thing. Which is, which is brilliant on her part, really, isn't it? Yeah. You really got Walt over a barrel with that. The threat of telling, well, Hank, obviously, any of those, people. Any of the, I don't know those yeah. people, but I mean, particularly Walt Jr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would seem the worst thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but what was it? Yes, but it's very... I cleverly I was thinking that they've already set up the reason why Skylar's going to be dragged back into this in season two with um, the whole thing about Ted and his books and them not working properly. Now, that's already been foreshadowed for us, hasn't it? See, I can't actually remember terribly well how that goes, so don't don't tell okay. me. Okay, well, just I won't, I'm not going to say what's going to happen, but but remember that that's already happened, hasn't it? Remember in season two with yes. um, her finding yeah, discrepancies yeah, 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 yeah. In, in the bookkeeping in, in Ted. Okay, yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. Well, you can, you can maybe think through how that how that's going to work, but yeah. Anyway, you know, just just in the sort of like, you know, seeing that we all have our kind of like our dark and slightly illegal sides to ourselves, and maybe Skylar's about to see that in herself a little bit as well. Okay. I mean, perhaps she's forced more into it, possibly, but, you know, I don't know. But. Hmm. 
So what else have we got going on? We well, we haven't mentioned the the um, the uh, Mexican cousins really uh, at all mm. as well. But um, but uh, let's let's leave those to the end because that's okay. a, a okay, beginning and an end part. So well, let's talk about the other. Uh, well, I was just thinking about the rehab section with um, oh with Jesse Jesse yeah and I really I really like the the uh, the leader or the facilitator yeah. or whatever it is because I think. <laughs> initially I found his character a little bit difficult and I think it's one of the hardest things to come across is when you meet people like that in person mm. people that are able to lead a group and get everybody involved and sounds really fair then they're really impressive but somehow when they're on the screen they always come across as a bit sort of unreal and a bit too yeah, a bit too, too do-goody good, too, oh, yeah. too do-goody, that's true yeah. Um, but the story he tells about his daughter, like, and now you can see, like, Jesse's really caught up in that, isn't he? He's yeah, like, yeah. he's not been listening, and then he says, "Well, what do you, what do you know? What yeah, have you really you hurt, hurt, hurt someone?" Yeah. And this terrible, sad, horrible, yeah. and very credible story about yeah. being, you know, drunken off his face on coke and, and driving and running his daughter over, which yeah. is hideous, hideous yeah. thought. Um, Did you notice with Jesse in all the scenes with Jesse and then? Um, and they've they've given him made him clean shaven to within an inch of his life. It seems like he's really smooth faced. It's like I think they've done it to make him look really kind of you know give him a sort of really childish look, sort of innocent, innocent look of innocence. Yeah. yeah, and I think they've cut his hair back and his hair's like quite tidy and he just Does... looks like. He doesn't look like the scraggy Jesse that we're used to anymore. No, he looks yeah. like, yeah, but a sort of serious Jesse as yeah. well. But it's a funny sort of turn of events that at rehab where, well, you know, it's a form of counselling, isn't it? There's lots of um, kind of counselling buzzwords, but the thing about accepting who you are, yeah. um, which has got twisted into him sort of accepting almost as if I'm accepting I'm going to continue make cooking meth I'm the bad guy I'm the bad guy yeah that's just who I am and I'm going to have to live with that yeah which is a quite perverted um outcome from just the general idea of just you know list accept yourself love yourself which seems a very trite thing but I just quite liked twisting that and somebody just sort of thought at some point well yeah hang on just if you take that concept and push it you know yeah that's where you can can just try anything really yeah oh i'm i'm just i'm the guy who commits adultery all the time that's me that's me yeah yes yeah Yeah. or you know or i am just a terrible drunk um or whatever but yeah i I quite like that it's an interesting twist anyway i i kind of took it when he was saying that when because he was when he's sitting in Walt's apartment and uh, and he says you know this is what I've learned I'm the bad guy kind of thing and immediately after that we switch to seeing Walt going to see Gus and it mm. felt like in a way that a Walt was trying to trying to say by turning Gus down saying I'm not the bad guy you know saying I don't, I don't accept I don't accept, accept yeah, yeah yeah no I could see that that he's not. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's true. That That's what the writers are trying to say. That I mean, yeah. I do think that Walt is not accepting he's the bad guy. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's not a, what is it, I'm, I'm not a dealer per se. Not a dealer per se, yeah. Um, yeah. So that is him, isn't it? And, and like he says, I'm not a criminal to Gus. No offence. Yeah. And don't, well, he, well I, I mean, it, to be fair, he's, he's saying, 
he knows he's been a criminal, but he's I saying, think he's saying, he's I'm saying, not very good at this. Uh, at, damn, at heart, yeah. I'm not a criminal. As Saul would say, you guys suck at doing this yeah. kind of thing, which is probably true. But yeah. on the other hand, it is him sort of saying, well, you know, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not, that's yeah. not me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a married, happily married man. That's, that's my yeah. image of myself and that's what I'm going to make myself. And um, once again, the fantastic, uh, sort of almost non-performance from Gus. Yes. He's the most blank, blank bad guy ever, there has ever been. I, I actually love him for that. He's uh-huh. brilliant. Such a good, such a good character, Gus is. Yeah, yeah I like that. And, I mean, this is quite a good point to lead into, actually, the uh, Mexican cousins, really, because... Mm. Can I just have one more... Sorry, I just oh, yeah, want sorry, to say one more thing, just mm-hmm. about... Yeah. Um, there's only a sort of thing about the, the uh, rehab thing, where... Yeah. Um, when that guy, so a while back we were talking about the, the, the guy's story about killing his daughter, yeah. um, and saying about how can you hate yourself, and he's sort of saying, I know, saying about how he sort of did accept himself because otherwise you can't have true change. Yeah. I felt was that was a kind of nod again to um, Walt's absolute inability to change. You know, he doesn't, he can't change himself to, to a, you know, return to his decent life because he kind of is like that and he can't he can't accept his responsibility he doesn't accept what he's done is wrong and that's what's standing in the way of him actually changing going back to his life yeah i thought that was kind of neat yeah i wasn't actually thinking of that at the time but yeah i suppose that is yeah okay yeah no no it, it, and the, the rehab bit is it, it is kind of trying to reflect on walt's character as well isn't it even though it's about jesse yeah uh-huh. Yeah. Anyhow, back to the cool cousins. Who yes. Are, who are? I mean, they are supposed to be brothers, aren't they? And they are yes. brothers. They're they well. they're two ghost cousins. That's why they're, they're two cousins. ghost cousins. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I don't like the cousins. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. And okay, are yeah. you are you thinking about it overall? Like, because we know. Um, you know, again, spoilers, but I don't think, I think, I mean, that's one of the nice things about the reason why we like to talk about things with spoilers is sometimes it's useful to say, because obviously our knowledge of what happens with these characters in the in the future yeah. affects how we feel about this yeah. here. And they don't go that far. They, they don't, don't go anywhere. Do anywhere. They, they are don't... complete cartoons. That's, that's what, yeah. and, and just thinking of them in contrast to Gus, like... You know, both Gus and the cousins are bad guys in this story. Mm. Um, and Gus is so interesting. Gus has... You think about Gus and you think about his background and you think about, like, um, how, did, how did he become this incredibly cool businessman but, but criminal at the same time? And so many... of There's so many well-written, interesting characters in, in Breaking Bad. Mike and Saul and Gus and Walt himself and, and everyone, really, like... Mm. All these people who have dark sides to them, but and Tuco, Tuco as well. Tuco is an interesting, interesting yeah. guy. He can, well, yeah. so what is it? Because he could be really cartoonishly evil, I suppose you could almost say. But he's not. He's not completely. He's not predictable, though. I don't okay. think is he. He's sort of. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's the more interesting. So, did contrast. you find those two the the cousins? Predictable. Oh, just completely. I mean, even down to the the walking away from yeah, the, the exploding exploding truck, yeah. like without looking back. I mean, God, it's it's like Michael Bay does that. That's yeah. not like a. I did find that. That's not a Vince Gilligan. Okay. Trope. How about uh, yeah. putting their car keys on the goat's horns? Yes. Well, that was that's more interesting. But 
it would it's only sort of paid off in being interesting if it if it sort of contributes to their characters in the future but it doesn't really does it it's the it's sort of like a a singular instance of them saying oh you have our car kind of thing we don't need this I don't and think they're supposed to say you're having it. Do you have, oh, okay. I thought oh, you think you're saying like, look after our car? Just, yeah, you know. But anyway, I don't Oh, know. I wasn't sure. Oh, I think kind Actually, of interesting. I suppose, well, they, they then get into a truck, don't they, to travel across, across the, the U.S. border. Yeah, no, I, maybe I, they wouldn't, are I wouldn't sell that car until I definitely knew they weren't coming back. <laughs> no, maybe it is look after our yeah. car. I'm not sure. But, which, but whichever, really, if it's, if it's look after our car, that's just, well, it's kind of a little bit interesting. It's still but rather more cartoony. But just the, the amusing visual thing of them having this menacing presence and you assume they're going to do something possibly yeah. threatening to the little girl and then they just put the car keys Yeah, no, I mean, that, that is more interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about that scene in particular. I'm just talking about them in general, really. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, yeah. I'm, I, I'm playing devil's advocate in it and defending yeah. them a bit. But It's just that they're like this the whole way through, aren't they? Like, not, they never do anything else. I can't remember yeah. them even talking. No, I don't, think, I don't think they do talk. But, um, yeah. What about the crawling thing? Uh, well, then the crawling thing's interesting because, um, coincidentally, um, we were just listening to that other podcast about Santa Muerte the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it was quite Which funny. the first time around I'd never really heard about. Yeah. No. So for, for those who don't know, Santa Muerte is a, is a sort of offshoot of Latin American Catholicism, which. Um, it's definitely is, called a cult by the Catholic Church. Oh, they, is it called they a cult? They don't want anything to do with okay, it. Okay, it's called yeah. a cult by the Catholic Church, but the podcast we listened to saying it's like one of the biggest and fastest growing religions, isn't fastest it? Fastest so, growing, yeah. Fastest yeah. growing, yeah. So it's basically Saint Death, isn't it? Santa Muerte is Saint Death, and they worship worship death, and they think about death a lot, and lots of the rituals around death, and it's particularly favoured by narcos isn't it and yeah i think it's just people. any outsider yeah. groups they're Outs- very yeah. open so they're talking about the lgbt community but not just outsider well. groups but they well yes particularly favourite. but yeah. yeah 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 but yeah. i suppose they're particularly you know they're, they they're much more welcoming of those yeah. there's outsider groups than um but the crawling to santa muerte shrines is is a particular thing of this yeah. it's like it's it's a an extended version of the um, walking on your knees that Catholicism does in yeah. some, uh, some pilgrimages. Yeah. Which is because the first time I watched that, I'd never heard of this thing. And no. um, maybe that's a, maybe Americans are more familiar with it, but yeah, it was just freaky. As <laughs> yes, hell, yeah. Really. Um, yeah. Oh, the only thing I would say is that, I mean, I know places that probably do exist, but I also know there's some incredibly modern places in Mexico too. The, I, sometimes I do worry that the the representation of Mexico is just yes, a bit. Yes, like, I I did write that down as well because yeah. I mean I mean do you remember this before there were when the film Traffic came out and there were complaints about yeah from Every, all the bits of Traffic I think the, we sort of talked about it before I think we have talked about that before yeah. haven't we but so all the scenes in Mexico look shit. Were, were all dusty and yellow and looked yes. kind of quite you know trashy. and again they had that yellow tint on the yes I noticed film. that on the on the in this as well yeah, yeah like it's always the 1970s or something in Mexico and you think just let's you know you've got some really good rounded characters let's have some rounded Mexican characters as well yeah. we don't have to have just you know it doesn't have to be and that feels to me in a way what the cousins sort of slightly represent that really this sort of rather racist stereotype really yeah. isn't it of like uh, of drug dealing Mexicans in some ways you know Gus is a Walt is a drug dealing American you know let's have some let's see mm. the shades of grey on the drug dealing Mexicans as well yeah, it's not all one I mean yeah. I suppose for this for, and I suppose 
the first time you watched it, I was more intrigued about what they were like and how, well, that image they had of um, Walt Heisenberg. Yes. They pin up. That, I found that quite, uh, the first time I watched it at least, quite striking, kind of like, oh my God, when how? Because I didn't know yes. who these people were. So yes. I didn't know, you don't know that they're Tuco's cousins when you first watched this. No, so I think the first time round it would have been the kind of slight cartoonishness would have been offset by the fact that you're running what they're just what the hell's going on, yeah. which is which is fine really. But um, where would they have got that picture from anyway? The picture oh, of, of Walt. Do you know? I think it's explained somehow. I believe. I think. I can't remember. Well, later on, I mean, was it being via Tuco or? Well, Tuco's via, dead before they get to Tuco. Or via, uh, via um, Hector Salamanca. Could be. But I feel that we've seen that picture before, haven't we? It does seem familiar. Yeah. Hey, or it could have been one them. of maybe one of um, Tuco's henchmen would have drawn it or something. Yeah, you know, it's one of them yeah, who'd met. Um, met I, I think before. it might be explained a bit later on. Okay. But, but I don't know. I don't know for yeah. sure. They do, and their 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 sort of killing of everybody on the kind of yeah. coach just seemed a bit. I don't even know why they bothered doing it, really. What was the point of that, anyway? Just to show, get, make sure there were no witnesses well, I, to them crossing well, the border? Because, um, because they'd, the boy had seen his boots or something, was it? And seen that it was a... Well, then why is he wearing the boots if he's worried about seeing yeah, the boots? I don't, I don't know. know. And they're just too cool for school, aren't they, really? And, and it's just, it was just a bit too over-gruesome, the way they were killing people as well, I thought. You know, the very mm. slow walking after the driver and shooting him again kind of thing. It's just... I just I just didn't feel it's in keeping with the with the style of um, no Breaking Bad, no, generally. I yeah, kind yeah. Of agree. Yeah. Anyway, we've yes. got them for a bit, and we do. Yeah. And it doesn't detract from the overall brilliance of the. No, I the I still find them slightly fun as well. Yeah, I yeah. I might have preferred if they'd when they were changing they'd taken. I don't know why they'd have vests on in Mexico anyway. <laughs> so it's just well, that's what you want them for, is it? Just a bit of titillation. Well, if you can have something. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's. A, I have some kind of trivial points. About, okay, I have one trivial point as well. Yeah. Oh, okay, it might be the same one. Yeah. Um, both Brian Cranston's wife and daughter are in this episode. His wife and oh, what in real life? Yes, yes. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, saying, duh. yeah, duh. <laughs> what Skyler and Holly? Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Okay. All right. Yeah, Who's yeah. Brian Cranston's um, wife? So his wife played a. You know, at the beginning where they have the kind of news reports about the um, plane crash. Oh yes. And they talk to like a woman who's supposed to be like a neighbour who's very upset, and she's describing oh, yeah. what she felt, and that that's his wife. All right. Okay. And the his daughter is the girl that stands up in the school gym. And says about why she feels really sad and that makes you feel like there's not a god. And oh, that's his daughter. That's his daughter. Oh, okay. Well, he, Brian Cranston did direct this episode, so maybe that's why he gets yeah, put all get his family. Yeah, I'll get in. I'll yeah. make some extra money on the side. Oh, well, coincidentally, my uh, my bit of trivia was about that his daughter says, although I didn't realise it was his daughter. Oh, okay. So did you notice after she stood up and said, "It makes me wonder if there's a god in the world," mm. that the um, the principal said. Um, Oh, yes, can, we, can we keep it sectarian, please? Secular. Sec, secular. Yeah, secular. not sectarian. Sectarian. Can we keep it about the sectarian violence in Northern Ireland, please? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can we keep it secular, please? Yeah. Mm. And that seems such an odd thing to us, doesn't it? It seems, well, to, to me, certainly, from a, you know, and you forget that the uh, the USA has a, has this very strong principle of the separation of church, of um that's it. Is that church it? That you, do, you don't have church and state, church and so state. you're not yeah. in the state 
being representing. Yeah. Even yeah, though they're very appealing. religious in general, like religion is kept out of school. Yeah. So you really don't have any teaching of religion at, at school? No, well, as far as I know, no. I mean, that's what that comic was about, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I do find that intriguing. I think there I was some, an episode yeah. of The Simpsons where, where obviously, somebody, somewhat jokingly, but somebody, somebody mentions God and then they get um, Principal Skinner out and is bottom because he's he's done someone's mentioned god yeah. yeah and it's a silly thing but, but if you think about yeah. in the in the uk how like i mean we're not a particularly religious country and we are it's about 15 percent of people go to church or whatever or something mm. like that and yet we still we have lots of religious aspects to our school assemblies and things still it don't we even intriguing. in really even in yeah. really secular schools it's weird yeah i just yeah. sing hymns and stuff at school and yeah. even though you felt nobody's heart was in it at all but you still did it it's it was a, just a part of tradition and yet in a in a religious country like the usa it's banned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just found that... Well, you, I mean, you, I understand yeah. about the... You know, obviously, it goes back to the history of, um, you know, America was founded by people who were, like, outside of religious groups that didn't want the state to tell them yes. what to do. So oh, yeah, no, I, I understand the history of it. it but just, it does turn just, out kind of some funny things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I imagine that, um, you know, if, uh, if, if an American was to come to the UK and see what happens in, in UK schools and see, well... None of you go to church, but you do all these religious things in school. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and there's an awful lot yeah. of religious schools because yeah. somehow historically, this is now just whittering on about the British education system, but yeah. pri- primary schools, the best ones tend to be run by church schools. Yeah. They're state schools. Historically, they Historically, were. it just yeah. seems to be, and because yeah. they're better and the more middle-class parents want to go there, then they stay being good schools because that's how life works, isn't it? Um, and... They're, and then there's loads of people in roundabout sort of like age three or so, people start going to church for their kids and then once they've yes. got them in the school, they don't bother anymore. Yeah, I mean, That's... I'm sure Americans will find that absolutely bonkers, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, if you... Um, if... That's probably the only... That's yeah. the 15% that go to church. They're one yeah, school-aged yeah. children. Yes. Anyway, maybe if you, uh, if you are American listening to this, you can tell us um, how, you, how um, your view on the... Separation of church and state, and how yeah, how you feel about UK schools? Yeah, because that's yeah. not a massive subject, is it? Anyway, yeah. and of course, it's got lots to do with Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think yeah. if it's anything. But um, yeah, else. um, well, uh, do you have anything else? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I have to say though, no, just despite my misgivings about the cousins, I still feel it was um, it's a good strong beginning to the um, to the season because we've. We've got we've got the Skylar having found out thing out of the way that that's a, and that's a massive deal. What's Skylar going to do about do with this information now? Kind of thing. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And because I th- you I think I probably felt the first time. Well, she's going to get out. That's it. It's going to be well on his own. She's yeah. I I totally believed her when she said that's it. I'm on divorce and I'm going to leave. Yeah, it just seemed a clear path to me. So, but we couldn't see the back of Skylar. That would the story would be ruined if Skylar wasn't there. It I would think. seem a shame. Yeah. So we you know we'll see yeah. what that goes on. Because I'm I'm a massive fan of Skylar as as far as like her role in in this whole story goes. She I mean yeah. she's fundamental to it. I think really. Yeah. But without her, one of Walt's kind of you know motivations is disappears really isn't it yeah yeah yeah. no definitely yeah and we've also got we've got that offer of the three million 
dollars yeah. is obviously intriguing, and that's it's intriguing us as well to know three months for three million dollars. Three months, three million. Yeah, we just want to know what it is. Although we have Jesse, and we don't, we can't really tell what Jesse's going to do at the moment. But no, but it's interesting him saying, "I'm accepting being I'm the, the bad, bad guy. guy." So yeah. that's kind of actually you're quite like excited about that because we like our characters to be a bit bad. So that's yeah. that's good. And we know that Mike's going to be in. The, well. We didn't know the time, but we know the mics. Well, we know the mics, but he's yeah. not, yeah. That's going to be presented Mike and Saul and Gus. Yeah, it's, yeah uh, but we're hanging in for them. Yeah. But the cousins, yeah, okay, so... I'm, yeah, I'm not thrilled You're, you're not thrilled by them, but it's there's still a kind of a something scary threatening on the horizon. Yeah, but it's a boring threat, isn't oh, okay. it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you... Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It'll serve a, pu- a purpose in the plot, but... Certainly I, on rewatch, the cousins yeah. are not interesting. I'm, I'm just... I was disappointed the first time round with the cousins. I think I, after I'd seen something of them, and, and I feel the same... You know, I feel even more so on the yeah, rewatch. Yeah, because you know it I think that's but, it. I'm just going to say about the eyeball. I mean, not that it's massively exciting, but there's that eyeball under the couch. Oh, finding the toy's eyeball, yeah. That was the big thing and the, or the cold openers for um, In fact, it's from under the couch is important. I don't know. I, that was vaguely representative of feeling kind of a sense of guilt of being watched by something yeah. or, you know, being that being a token of his uh, kind of dreadful event thing that he caused. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, it was kind of cute, but... yeah. Anyhow, anyway. that's dribbling well, death nowhere. Are we yeah. ending? I think we are, yes. Okay. So um, if you do want to uh, email us and tell us anything about the um, the US versus UK schooling <laughs> system as, of, as regards religion, uh, please do. Uh, and you can email us at Breaking Bad Rehab. At or Google, anything else. Or anything else, yeah, not yeah, just that. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Else. We'd like to hear what people think anyway and, uh, and your thoughts on the, uh, on the series. Um, yes, that's at BreakingBadRehab at EthanCrane.com. Or you can leave a, a comment on our uh, webpage. Uh, just go to ethancrane.com, C-R-A-N-E.com, and follow the links to Breaking Bad Rehab. And also just to say that um, in not many weeks' time, uh, the third season of Better Call Saul is starting, and we shall be um, doing a podcast about that uh, as the episodes come out. Um, I'm not sure, do you think they'll do the episodes one a week like they did with the other seasons of Biscuit Sword? Are they going to dump the whole lot on Netflix all at once? I don't know. Last, last season they did them one a week, okay. which, I, which I prefer. Obviously. You approve of. I approve of that, Mr. Yes. Cray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Otherwise, we shall see you next time for episode two of season three. Bye. Bye. Bye.